Okay. Right. Being as it's uh, three weeks, so there's a Yisrael I want to talk about, which is often overlooked. Something uh, to bear in mind, especially this time of year. And that is, let's start with the Gemara. The Gemara says that even though originally the din of taking Arbaminim was Midaraisa only one day out of the base of Megdash, it says, And the base of Megdash was all seven days. It says, But after the Khurban, Rabbi Yechonim ben Zake was Metakan that we should take the Arbaminim all seven days. Asks the Gemara in Sukkah, why did he do that? So the Gemara says, As there are members of the Beis HaMikdash. Says the Gemara, How do you know there's such a concept of a Zeichel HaMikdash, doing something to remember the Beis HaMikdash? And the Gemara brings a Pasuk, that uh, There's no one who's being Doresh, who's thinking about Tzion. So you see that it's a complaint against Klai Yisrael, it needs to be thought about, and therefore we see that there's a point of doing things to remember the Beis HaMikdash. Now the Maiz is, we can ask the question, that there's a whole sugya of things we do uh, to remember Yerushalayim. When you build a house and you paint the walls, you're meant to leave an amal amal empty, zeichel l'churban. And when you have a chosn, he's meant to put ash in his head, zeichel l'churban. And when you have a full meal, you're meant to leave one thing not served, zeichel l'churban. When a lady puts on all her jewelry, she's meant to leave one item of jewelry off, zeichel l'churban. It's a whole seminar in Shulchan Aruch, a seminar of zeichel l'churban. And there we don't find the Gemara asking me nolon, that you're meant to do these things. Why not? What's the, what's the difference between the two sugyas? So, I mean, we can explain this in terms of explaining the, the, gemara, the sugyas in the Gemara, but uh, I want to use it more as a Ashkafa point because there's a mistake people make in understanding this principle. And well, let's leave the base of Mikdash for a moment and let's talk about a more recent Khurban, the Holocaust. And there are a lot of people who a, la- a large part of their identity as Jews was their connection to Yiddishkeit is the Holocaust. And it's, uh, you have to always remember the tragedy and always remember the gas chambers and always remember what uh, atrocities Klai Yisrael suffered. And the thing, that's remembering, remembering what happened. Is it true that Klai Yisrael is meant to make such a big deal out of remembering tragedy? I remembering all the terrors that we went through. And they always point to this at your site. As you see that we have, we remember Yerushalayim also, we remember the Chorban. So we have to differentiate. There's two separate sugyas. There's one sugya called remembering the Chorban. That's when you're meant to remember the Tsar, you're meant to remember the destruction and remember what happened to us and what we lost. That's one Nukudah, al Chorban. Zeichel Khurban is a sugya of Tishabav, maybe, when we in Avedus because we, it's the day that it happened and you remember the Khurban which happened that day. Or at times when otherwise we'd be completely happy, so we don't want to have a complete simcha. We do something to minimize that there shouldn't be 100% a simcha because without the Besamek, that we're not completely happy. That's a sugya of Zeichel Khurban. That we know that when there's no Besamekdash, when we're in Galus, then we're remembering that we don't have the perfect surroundings that there were. But that's two different things. There's one point, remembering that there was a Khurban. That there was a Khurban. That the way we are now isn't the way that Kaisra was at its perfect step. We're missing something. 
But there's another point also, and that is remembering the details of the Khurban itself. And all the tragedy and all the tsar and all the pain that went into that. The din of remembering the Khurban is a din of Tishabav. That's a din of Avelis. That we, and that the Kinnus describe for us and Eicha describes to us the enormity of what happened. How children died in the streets of hunger. How people were, uh, like the Psukim make it uh, more graphic than I could say without quoting the Psukim. That is, when there's tank stuck to their palate from thirst, it gives you mashalim, or in the kindness about how 300 babies were crushed on one rock. And examples like that, so yes, that reminds us of Khurban. That tells us the enormity of the destruction. That's Teshabah. That's Teshabah. That's when we meant to remember and focus on the details of the Khurban. The dinim, the rest of the year of Zeichel Khurban, is to remember we're missing something. We don't have to live in a constant state of Khurban. But there's another point also. And that is, there's a third point called Zeichel Yerushalayim. When the Mishnah says, for example, Rabbi Yechon ben Zakkai was metaka, you should shake the lid of all seven days. It's Zeichel Mikdash, it means something else. It's not Zeichel Khurban. There's another concept, and that is remembering the godless of what was. Not the tragedy of, what we, of, the, of the loss of, of the destruction, but the godless of what was before. And that's a separate point. There's, a, there's importance in remembering the godless of Yerushalayim, in remembering what it was in our, when we had the Avoyal, in remembering what it was when we had Karbanas, in remembering what it was when we had a Sanhedrin. That's a different focus. It's not focusing on the act of how it got lost and the destruction which happened. It's focusing on the godless that there was beforehand. And therefore, taking the Lord of all seven days was a reminder of the base of Megdash. I used to take the Lord of all seven days. It doesn't make us sad. We don't go around sad with the lulav when we do it every day. Either, but it's, a, we, it's a mitzvah and we enjoy the lulav. But it's a, a way of connecting to this what used to be in the Beis HaMikdash. And other things we do also as a reminder of the Beis HaMikdash. That's what the Gemara is saying. That we know that there's an inyan of making a zeichel in Mikdash, which means reminding ourselves of what was before. What was when there was a Beis HaMikdash. And yes, on Yom Tov we make reminders of the Beis HaMikdash because on Yom Tov there was the Oli Regalim. And on Yom Tov, there was a time when we used to go up to the base of Mikdash. And on Yom Tov, we remember that. How many times in the Yom Tov davening? Again and again and again, and it's not Khurban. It's not Khurban. We're not going to be depressing ourselves on Yom Tov. The point is, it's looking to remember the godless and the glory of what there was. And that's a very big difference. Because if a person is always focusing on Khurban, on reliving the destruction, then it brings a person down. Like the, we say in the words of the, of the kindness, uh, how can I enjoy anything? How can I speak? How can I eat? How can I do anything when I remember all the sorrows that Clarice Israel faced? And that's true. But that's not something which we meant to feel the whole time. We have Tishabah for that. We have Tishabah for that. On Tishabah, we meant to focus on the Khorban. To feel we're not complete. To feel we're missing something that we can do. That when times when a person is extremely happy, a chosin, person builds a new house, whatever other times like that, to feel there's something missing, we can feel there's something missing. But we don't have to live, relive the enormity of all the tzaras that we face the whole time. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Now, that, that's the first result. Now, the, that's, uh, we spoke about there's a chiluk between remembering the, the, the tzar and the, the pain of the khurban, what happened at the time of the khurban, and remembering the base of Mikdash. Now, the Shulchan Aruch says right at the beginning in the Simon Aleph Sif Gimel that Roy Lechol Yerei Shemayim Shemaitzer V'Doyegel Churban Beis HaMikdash And uh, what's the uh, translation of that Lemaitzer? 
So the Mishnah Bura says that to say Tukun Chatzos. The Mekubalim are married already to say Tukun Chatzos. If you look at Tukun Chatzos, Tukun Chatzos is made up of of two parts. There's what's called Tukun Rachel and what's called Tukun Le. That's what I want to talk about. Tukun Rachel is is the Tukun which is talking about the Tzar. And Tukun Rachel, we talk about Al Nairis Bavel. Right, that's the first one. Where, so the Rizal who gave us the Nuzach of Tukun Chatzis says the three Mizbarim. The one is he went to Misabel on, on the Chub Mesa Megdash, on the Mizas HaTzadikim, which is the second capital, and on the, on the Siddur Kashchina. On the Siddur Kashchina. That's the first part of the Tukun Chatzis, which means to Misabel on what we lost. On what we lost. We lost the base of Mikdash, so we misabel on that. We misabel on the Mrs. Sadikim. We misabel on the loss of the Shechina. Why it's called Tukun Rachel is because it's the Hakadosh Baruch Hu is misabel then also. Ke'iru what we call, what Rachel, which means the Ruchnius terms, it means the Shechina Kedusha is in Goddess, which means it doesn't uh, manifest here like it's meant to be. And we have a Goyim Tzar Kafei Hakadosh Baruch Hu also. So we misyachid with that Tzar. But then think what we're saying. The tzara misyachid is the tzara right now. That the shechina isn't here. That we can't misyachid the way we meant to do. That's that's a different mukura. That's the 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 tzara the base of is right now. We're missing something. Right now we're missing a certain level of connection. Right now we're missing a certain level of kirva. Right now we aren't zeichet to see the shechina. Hundred percent. That we can feel. And again, that's not a, something which just depresses the person. That creates a like, creates a longing for it. If a person feels that they're missing the fact that there's no shechina, the fact that they feel that uh, that sire of keli keli lama zaftani, whatever it's going to be, that's the other That's uh, that that makes the person feel more connected to something that they don't have. And then second layer, which is the second part, is other is the is trying to connect to a level of the shechina, which is a higher level called layer, which is still which is still there. Even even though in the goddess we don't have the, the gilu here, which is called the in Kabbalah language, it's called Rachel. But what we have taken there, which is that that's a level of shechina which we still do kind of connect to, and therefore we made it. The, the, the mizmorim of taken there are all about the dvekas that a person can still have. Some of it starts with that. There's still a makom to connect to it. That's one against the other one, but once again, it's the same you said. And that is that what we can miss about the Beis Amikdash now is something which is meant to help build us. It's something which is meant to help build us. We've so far given three ways how focusing the Beis Amikdash now helps to build. The one is the feeling that we're incomplete the way we are right now. This, this isn't the way Klai Yisrael is meant to be. We aren't at our, our best at the moment. And other Abba. So there's, there's much more we don't have. We can look forward to that. That's the first Nukhod. The second Yisod, and therefore, how do we show that? That every time there's something to be happy about, we don't have a complete Simcha. Just like it says, A person can't be fully rejoicing in this world, a person can't be fully happy. We put Ash in his head, we smash a cup. A color can't go out with all the jewelry. There's something missing. Uh, like we said, a person's decorating the house, leave something out. There's something missing. We have to feel that sense that without the best image, there's something missing. But that's uh, something which gives to a person because then he feels that other but there's more to look forward to there's more to look forward to there's something we, we, we're still going to get which we don't have right now and it's not something small it's something very major it's something which will revolutionize the whole of Klai Yisrael when we have it that's the first point the second point is 
feeling the miss the lack of the shekhinah is in the same category. Feeling the lack of the shekhinah is in the same category. And that is that feeling that there's a certain kirvas Hashem we don't have as much as we can of kirvas Hashem from Torah and from Tefillah and from things like that. We don't have the kirvas Hashem of the Avaidah. We don't have the kirvas Hashem of being Tar. We don't have the kirvas Hashem of being the, having the base of Migdash. And therefore, the, yes, there's a, there's a Tsar in the fact that we, that we, uh, that we, we express that we also misyach into that sire, but that also means that we're connecting to it. The point of Tukim Chatzot is the Gemara that says, "I'll call Mishma Kodesh Baruch Hu Zayishev Shai Ka'ari." The Oylem Lebanim Shagodim Al Shulchan Aviv. And uh, the point of uh, of the way that a person's neshama responds to that that feeling in Shemaim is he feels the same way. Oylem Lebanim Shagodim Al Shulchan Aviv. Again, we're not talking about the incidents of what happened or the day that Yerushalayim fell. You're talking about the machshav of what we lost. And then lastly, the zikron Yerushalayim. And that is to remember what Yerushalayim was by God What Yerushalayim was when it was great. Because that gives, a, that gives us a, a connection to something which is something we don't have right now. You know, if you can talk about Europe, just as an example. It's not Yerushalayim, it's very far from Yerushalayim. Just as a marshal, right? So you can look at the destruction, you can look at the places where the destruction happened. Uh, you can also look at what there was before that. And think what we lost before that. That there was a godless there that, that, that hasn't been replicated really. We don't have another Velazhin. We don't have another Navarduk. We don't have another Kelm. So you can look at things which there were, which were great. I think that was something we, we once had. And instead of being depressing, it's inspiring because there was such a Darga. We had, there was such a Maila. We can look and try and, so to speak, remind ourselves of we aren't limited to what we see right now as being what Klai Yisrael could achieve. There were times we were, were on a much higher level. Just like in Loka and Gedolim, which were much higher than that. We think we once had a Chofetz Chaim, we once had a Vilnagon, we once had a Baal Shem Tov, whatever you're going to say, that there was much greater. No, we don't. But it's uh, that we then we're going to the generations of Tanoim. That's that's beyond their asaga. But uh, we uh, we don't have to go that far back. We have to go back to something which we can relate to. No, not his level, but there was such a thing. The Rakoda is the Klai can go back there again. So once we have once we have a Muslim of what Klai godless means, so then there's something for us to think. This is this isn't Klai today. This isn't our this isn't our best side. We're doing what we can, but there's much there's there's much better that Klai could achieve. And that gives a person more than focusing on, on just tragedy and torture and sadness and de- distraction. Those are the warnings before the Chorban came, what's going to happen if you don't listen? The us now is because what's preventing us getting back there is we're making the same mistakes. So why would we be having those same sort of... Why should those be the emotions when we come across the Chorban, whether it's in Europe, whether it's here, whether it's... The emotions in coming across the Chorban is uh, if it's going to inspire a person not to do a virus, that's very good. But I'm saying you can't live with that. So for Tishabab, right, for, for Tishabab, it's the time to think about it. 
but uh, or maybe the days leading up to Tisha B'Av also. But the rest of the year, we're not meant to focus on 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 the pain, on the suffering. Right. Okay. The the three weeks is uh, we, we, it's a build up. It's slowly, slowly to get to Tisha B'Av. Tisha is a day of Avedis. Yeah, it's it's a day of Avedis. But uh, after that, we, we we switch over to talking about Nechemta. We haven't forgotten Yerushalayim. We look at it differently. Just at this point, I want to share with you something I heard from Shlom Pavaski, the Chron Lebracha. Unbelievable, unbelievable year perish. There's a Gemara which says, then Brachas and Davhei, that Rabbi was sick, and Rabbi Yechon came to visit him. And he saw the room was dark. So he unrolled his sleeve, got out of and the whole room shone from the shine of Rabbi Yechon and skin. And he saw Rabbi Loza was crying. So he said, Rabbi Loza, why are you crying? If because you were, you're so, Rabbi Loza was incredibly poor. He says, not everyone's like to worship us in this world. He says, if it's because you don't feel you don't have Torah. So Rabbi Loza says, no, that's not Rabbi, that's not why I'm crying. So why are you crying? Because I saw the shine of your skin, the luminance of your skin, and I thought, One day you're going to die, and this is going to get covered in the ground. And Rabbi Loza says, that's something to cry about. So they both cried. And the kasha is, what's the big deal? Rebekhanan's skin. That's a tragedy. Everyone's going to die. What was them to cry about? So Shalom Pavarsky said a Mahalach like this. Shalom Pavarsky. Shalom Pavarsky. He said a Mahalach like this. As a Gemara of Metziah and Dafbehei, that says that the people of Yishalayim, their skin used to shine. It was a result of being tar. They had the paradigm, they were tar, and as a result of their skin used to shine. And there's a Gemara that looks in the Gemara like this. Omer Rabbi Yechanan. Ana ishtayarna mishapir di Yishalayim. I'm the last survivor of the beautiful people of Yerushalayim. And that he still had this marriage of skin shine. And when his Talmud, Rabbi Loza, saw that, so Rabbi Loza said, Rabbi Yechanan, as long as you're alive, people have an idea what Yerushalayim used to be. They can look and say, ah, everyone used to look like that. There was a connection to Yerushalayim. And people could have some musak, some connection. That was a direct that Shalom said, people's skins shine. But for regular, you die... So that high shufr is bala ara. That beauty which exists in Yerushalayim is not just you. The door is finished. No one anymore will have that beauty that Yerushalayim had. And if that's the case, no one will be able to relate to it anymore. That's what I was crying about. That high shufr the bala ara. When you go, then we've lost the connection to Yerushalayim. We don't know what it means anymore. And that's something to cry about. That's something to cry about. And that's what you saw. We don't know what it means. We haven't seen people whose skin shines like, shines like that, that in a dark room it will light up the room. We don't know what Yerushalayim was. But whatever level we do know what Yerushalayim was, and we can relate to what there was, then we have some shaykhs. To whatever level it's going to be. Like we said, we can't relate to a Tana. We have no idea what Tana was. Because you can relate to an Akhra. But whatever Muslim we have of what Yisrael was, so there's something for us to relate to. And we can think, that's what we don't have. That's what we had and we don't have. And if that's the case, it's something we can still connect to because we can look forward to seeing that again. But uh, something which is so far gone that we have no shaykhs to it. So we don't even know what we're missing. That's something to cry about. The point of the... Bavari, there's also a mockum to think about the Tsar. And the reason that there's a mockum to think about the Tsar is because of the reason of the three haftaras of Techacha. And that is, we make mistakes again and again and we have to get punished again and again. If you listen, if you would watch what happened the last time around and how we got punished, you wouldn't repeat the same mistake a second time. And if we don't learn the lesson, we're going to get punished again. So yes, there's a mockum to look at punishment as a rewarding. As a warning, look what happened in the in the in Yerushalayim. 
If you don't know the lesson, then look what happened in Beitar. If you don't know what happened, learn from that. Look what happened in the Crusades. You don't know the lesson. Look what happened in Spain. You don't know the lesson. Look what happened in the Cossack uprising. You don't know the lesson. Look at the Holocaust. So yes, we have to look at suffering to learn the lesson of Teichacha, which means it doesn't pay to go against the Torah. You're just going to get punished for it. If there's something positive to learn from seeing destruction, it's the year of Shemaim or the year the year of let's say, of Teichacha. If you, if the Torah's clueless uh, aren't graphic enough. So there may be mass graves and more graphic. Yes, it's, if it's meant to stop us doing what we're doing wrong, then it has a toilet. But the point of Yerushalayim, which is meant to feel, make us feel connected to something higher, and make us feel we're missing something which is greater that we want to aspire to, for that we have to focus on, the, focus on one of the three things we mentioned before. Either the fact that we realize what we're missing, or the fact that we feel a lack of connection, the goddess Hashchina, or a fact that we have some idea of what Yerushalayim was, because Zeichel Mikdash, what the Yerushalayim was if we feel we've lost. Because that way, it's not just the feel of the sadness of the, or the tzars. It's a feeling of the, the yearning for what was once was. And be'etzim, that's, that's, uh, that's what we're meant to be remaining with. Because that's when we have a... When it's a piece of the Yeshua, the person who wants to look forward to the gola, it's coming from the fact of the feeling that he's missing something. The fact that he feels that there's something that he's, he wants and he, we don't yet have. That comes from the focusing on the godless, focusing on the lost glory, focusing on the greatness. Because the more we focus on it, whether it's and the Yishlaim itself, whether it's the level of Klai Yisrael, whether it's Kervis HaShchina, whatever it's going to be, but that brings a person to a place that there's something that he looks forward to. Whereas remembering suffering is nothing to look forward to. It can only work as Yerushalayim. It can only work as we don't want to go back there again. We've seen camps, we've seen destruction, we've seen what Cyrus means, we don't want to go back there again. And the only way that's effective is, so therefore don't, do, don't make the same mistakes. But the Tisha is enough for that. What's meant to be with us the whole year is the feeling of the, the, the missing of what we once had. What we call the, the what we made, sir, on the, on, the, on the loss of the Shekhinah. On the feeling that the Shekhinah itself says, that I don't know the bottom of Shekhinah. Then that's something which has the effect of bringing us up, not bringing us down. Yes, Tisha was meant to be sad, but the remembering Yerushalayim the whole year round is meant to be uplifting. What, what? Whatever we do now.